Hey guys, on this episode of Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk, we are covering The Boys. The Boys is mature content. It's TVMA. So as we do our deep dive on The Boys, our content will be mature as well. If this was a movie, I'd give our content a strong PG-13 in this episode. So listener discretion is advised. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We're talking superheroes, movies, TV, video games, anime, cartoons, action figures, comic books, and more. I'm Lawrence St. Victor. We got Jack Walker Pierce. We got Richard Wilson. And I'm going to say three brothers because Chris might be joining us. It's going to be three brothers and a shot of milk until proven otherwise. We'll don't see. prove us wrong, Chris. Don't, don't prove us wrong. Don't do it, Chris. Man, but um, how was your week, guys? What, what y'all been up to? What are you reading? What are you watching? What are you playing? What's going on? Man, that's a really wonderful question. I have, has a week gone by already? That fast, bro. Yeah. We about to be in mid-June. I don't believe it. You know, I was just talking to a friend of mine about the concept of time. And I think Einstein had compared it to a rubber band where it's, Yes, it's a constant, but it doesn't feel like it moves at the same rate the whole time. And then suddenly the week's gone. But this day drags on for freaking ever. That's that's what I say about being a parent. I'm like, the days are long, but the years are fast. Well, that was my week. I don't know that I actually did anything this week. That's <laughs> I worked fair. a lot. I worked a lot. I took uh, epic hour, two hour, three hour long bike rides. And uh, I mean, I, I watched the boys because we're going to be talking about it yeah would have watched yeah. it that you would have watched that anyway well, yeah but it would it would have been on my list of the things that were on my list of things that i meant to do and haven't done that uh, were on that list last week like i still haven't have watched to it yeah it's crazy that's this this week has been a, a rough one so um i ain't done too much but i'm feeling good today <laughs> yes <laughs> rich what about you uh i have also done nothing except work um and did a little gaming here and there you know destiny 2 uh was getting into uh back into Warzone, but more so call of duty i'm trying to get my aiming and everything down right in call of duty so i i jumped on for like a good like hour you've been training I yeah i don't know why but i am but uh I, well i messed with my my controller settings to get a little bit sensitive and whatnot so i went into multiplayer put the bots on hard and was just running through on free fall and uh you know Trying to get my my aiming right, but um, other than that, been watching P Valley. Oh, oh that is not genre adjacent. It's not genre adjacent, <laughs> but chapter uh, <laughs> two is out, so I watched first episode of P Valley season uh, two. Um, I think I I think I mentioned it before, but I finished up Stranger Things. Oh, I don't think. You, oh yeah, you did. You did yeah, last week. I fin- yeah, yeah, I finished yeah. up Stranger Things. Um, I think I went back to watch the the last episode. And uh, what else do we have? I think that's really it. Man. You know, Jesus um, Amiro. Jesus Amiro, baby. I, I, I see your boys. What are you talking about? Anyway. <laughs> um, and that's it, man. That's I'll tell you it. something about, uh, funny about P-Valley. And I'm about to Lawrence, say it. <laughs> Lawrence knows this. That wasn't the title originally. What was the original title? When they were casting it, and I only know this because I put several people on tape for it, it wasn't just P dash. They had the word on there. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for those. And uh, 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 an alumni of the college we went to, Nico plays Uncle Clifford. He graduated, like, I think, I think he was a senior when Malcolm Goodwin, who was on Reacher, was either a freshman or sophomore. Right. Correct. So, so you watched it? You watched I watched 
parts of season one. And so alumni getting railed out there. Mm-hmm. Well, that's been going on yeah. since Oz. Come on now. Listen. Oh, well, he was in Oz? He no, wasn't in Oz. No, no, no. I said purchase alumni were. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Getting it, getting it real out there. Yeah. Man, we a gritty school, man. <laughs> we, we we do whatever for the art. Rich. My week is same as yours, guys. Uh, a lot of work, not enough play. But I did pick this bad boy up. I haven't opened it up yet, but I picked up the Batman on Blu-ray. And I can't wait to pop this open just because it has like over two hours of just behind the scenes footage and all that stuff. I'm I'm really excited to see all of that. So dopeness. You know, what's hysterical. The Instagram account had that great post about Colin Farrell. Yes. (laughs) Yes. They said, it was something like uh, DC spent all that money to dress Colin Farrell up to look like the penguin when they could have just hired Richard Kind, who who honestly looks pretty much exactly like Colin Farrell did there's something, as the penguin. There's something to that, man. There's something to that. Either way, Colin killed it. And honestly, Richard Kind would have killed it. He would have killed it. He's a brilliant actor. So I don't know. Um, a genre adjacent stuff. I finished Candy. Oh. Yes, finished that last night, too. Uh, this kind of ended a little too abrupt for me. Yeah. <laughs> it just ends. Yeah. yeah. It's a five-episode miniseries, and it really builds, and then it's just over. And I'm like, oh, that was kind of quick. But it is what it is. Uh, but I think that's been... Oh, and I watched episode three of Obi-Wan Kenobi. I didn't mm. watch the third episode. and I keep forgetting about that, too. Damn it. Yeah, it's good. It just... There's another chase in there that feels not necessary. Yo, I don't with wanna... Leia? Not with Leia. No, 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 no. With Obi-Wan. But it kind of oh, like, it just, God. it's just filler to get to the battle that actually, I don't want to spoil anything. We'll talk about it later, but it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yo, Rich. What's up? I got a question for you. What's the, what's the question, Lawrence? Did you hear the joke about the superhero wind man? No, what's the joke about the superhero Windman? I don't know what it was, but apparently everyone was blown away. (laughs) I don't care if Chris isn't here to laugh at my jokes. I'm going to laugh by myself. I I saw it coming a mile away. Like, like before you even finished it, I'm like, no. Yeah, no. No. Was it good, Rich? It was not. Was it good, Rich? It was not. Fine, fine. I was expecting a fart joke. That might have been funnier. That might have been funnier. That might have been funnier. Well, you know what? Let's go down the street, make a right at the light, a left at the stop sign, and we'll be at the collector's corner. Here at the collector's corner, we take something out of our toy chest, something off our video game case, and also our comic book shelf, and we showcase it to the world. It can be worth millions of dollars or just sentimental. What do you guys got? You know what? I was going to show a comic book today, but I feel like we don't, I don't share enough video game content. I'm going to show a video game I've had forever. Yo, you remember the PlayStation com- uh, uh, magazine where they used to give the uh, the demos? Yeah. The Underground. Okay. It's one of my PlayStation Underground demo packs. And then this guy, which is all wrapped up. I'm going to open it up right now. Ah! Here's one of my favorite games that's all wrapped up. It is my original Mega Man X4. Yeah. Wow. All right. 
and I as for the uh, the PlayStation, this was my game, man. Mega Man X Four. That was my. That's also why my gaming handle is uh, Byron X Four. Is that what it is? That oh, it's in honor of Mega Man X X Four. For the, li- so, for the for the young ones listening, he's actually holding up a PlayStation One One game for those babies listening. Yo, I, and and but the Mega Man series. The, I'm sorry, the Mega Man X series. That was I, I I play that game like it was a role play game. I play I clock hours into that thing into a thing you couldn't clock hours into. Another one of my favorite all time favorite games was the original Road Rash, also yeah. PlayStation classic. <laughs> Another game I just probably played way too much and. On the inside, I got my scribble marks of my cheat code. You can see it right there. Square, X, circle, triangle, triangle, <laughs> X, square, circle, triangle, X, square. And it probably unlocked just about any bike in the game or something like that. I don't remember. Another one I loved, Breath of Fire 3. Yo, I don't know if you played Breath of Fire 3. It was great. One of my favorite uh, RPGs uh, growing up. If you get three games, bro, you can't. We're not gonna go through your whole collection, right? Okay, okay. Last one, Final Fantasy. This one was Final Fantasy Tactics. I got seven somewhere in a box. Um, Tactics was fun because you had all the character classes, and it kind of played like a uh, a chessboard, Mm whereas turn based, but it was you know you had chess chessboard moves and stuff. Mm -hmm. Nice, Jack. Way to bring it, freaking. Back to PlayStation One, Rich. What do you got, man? I thought I was going to gloat a little bit and said I finished one of my pops collections, but I didn't. Uh, <laughs> but Three, I got two. Are they ever finished, Rich? No, I thought I, I I need two more, but I got the Batman. I got nice. two of the Batmans. Oh, cool. Um, I'm not going to get the 10 inch one. I just feel like it's too much. But uh, I need to get Selena Kyle with the mask on because I got the chase without her mask. I don't know if you can see it on camera. Boom. And then I got the chase of the penguin, uh, Cobblepot. But uh, so, so, yeah, so now I need her with her mask and I need her on the motorcycle. The motorcycle and joint. And then I'm done. Is that easy to find still? They were at Target like crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, and I've been looking past them. I've been looking past them. I should have been getting them. But uh, I'll find out. I'll, I'll, I'll probably have to get it online. I need him it. and her on the bike so you can do the last scene. Yeah, I mean. I don't they weren't know. together on the bike. No, they weren't together uh, on the they, bike. They basically were in my heart. Oh, Jack. Oh, Jack. All right. Anyway, so that's it. I thought I was going to be done. I was excited, and I actually looked at the back of the box, and I was like, no, I'm missing them. Well, if I see one, if I see her on a motorcycle at freaking Target, I'll let you know, man. Thank you. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Me, um, for the last couple weeks, first Jack and and then me were showing off like Superman action figures, and I figured, let me... Bring this one out. Rich, you got me this one. I think it was for one year for Christmas. It's not really a fully posable action figure, but it's a throwback to when DC directed like their superpowers line, but it's not superpowers, but it's inspired by. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're talking about the colors, man. So this is like a statue. Like it doesn't actually move, it but, but it's such a dope figure uh the sculpting is really cool and the colors are are perfect the cape is cloth and there's an s on the back of that cape it's a little more muted but that's fine but it's still there but it's there and this is just a dope like collector's piece you know what's funny about that guy is all right the torso looks phenomenal yeah and his legs look pretty good too (laughs) 
<laughs> he didn't but, skip leg day. But, 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 no, he didn't skip leg day. But he he does move. He does have movement, but he's got movement from a, this, akin to those 90s action figures that only move in the... No, he doesn't. It's made oh, to look no. like he does. The legs oh. don't move. Oh. It's a straight-up statue. And, and it shouldn't have that at all. Then the arm pops off because there's another arm you can in that has like three arms in a row to make it look like when you squeeze the legs. But this actually doesn't have any real movement oh. at all. Interesting. It's, it's like literally just... It's a, it's a plastic statue. That's really weird that they did done it like that. I know. I know. Whose face is that sculpt? I have no idea. It's what? so oddly specific. It's it's not comic book-esque. No. It's his own thing. But look at the S, man. This S oh. is the perfect yeah. S. Rich, yeah, you like, but... Rich, you like my S? Wow. <laughs> Listen, I don't know why you say it like that. You like his S on the back. Pause. Anyway, um, <laughs> I guess we should move it along, That's right? Make it any better. To on the back. <laughs> I think it's time for some news. It's time for the news. Yo, so we talked last week about how uh, Top Gun was Tom Cruise's biggest opening ever. Well, Top Gun now is Tom Cruise's top grossing domestic film of all time. And that happened in like two weeks? Dude, of all time. How that happened in like two weeks? I have no idea. It's not like this guy didn't come out with blockbusters for the last His entire years. He's like the last Hollywood like star star. For real. He's a he's the last one of the, you know. I would have said Will Smith, but stuff has happened to make it so that's probably not the case anymore. But We're Tom Cruise was doing blockbusters when Smith was still barely prepubescent. Facts. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, this is just amazing. Speaking of movie theaters, through some freaking fan petition, Morbius went back into a thousand theaters, <laughs> but only made $85,000 that Friday. Still flopping. Still flopping. So that's like $85 a theater, I think, if I do my math right. Um, so it still didn't do what it's supposed to do, but Jared Leto, there's a video of Jared Leto reading a script and he tries to hide the cover and it says, Morbius 2, it's Morbin time. No. <laughs> it's real, but we don't know if it's an actual secret or they're trolling us, but it's out there. So Morbin time is everywhere. Um, I want to go backwards to Top Gun. Val Kilmer did an interview, and he said that uh, it was such a treat for both Iceman and Maverick to be back in this movie. It was a real special moment. There was so much joy. He loves Tom Cruise, and he said in the movie... The hug he had with Tom Cruise, it was real. It was straight from the heart. So yeah, I love to hear that stuff, man. We hear so much like, you know, Vin Diesel and The Rock, like all the problems on set. It's nice to hear like these dudes after 35 years are still like really happy to be in each other's presence. Are you saying you don't have to be a dirty whore bag in order to be an artist? Oh, guess not. They're keeping hope alive, Jack. I won't say yes or no, (laughs) but there is hope alive. Speaking of dirty whore bags, <laughs> Moses Ingram, who plays a third sister on Obi-Wan Kenobi, has received hundreds of racist messages that flooded her Instagram account. Oh, God. Um, Hugh McGregor, as well as the director, as well as so many people at, uh, at, at Disney, as well as the show, chimed in and, and, of course, had her back. And there's definitely one thing to critique or not like her performance, but to attack her because of the color of your skin, you, nope. sir, 
are dirty whore bags. Yeah. <laughs> especially, yeah. Especially when we're talking about they're all aliens. But also to attack her on a, a social media platform where it's it's just the person exposed. You yeah. know, you're not talking about artistry. You're not critique the show. I, I didn't particularly like her performance, but I got nothing against her. Right. Yeah. People but, but, are trying to. People trying to compare it to uh to the Gina Corona Corona. Yes, I'm just like how because she freaking even, she talked like, about the did she talk about the Holocaust? She said something stupid. Some some about the Holocaust, yes, or some about Jews or something. To that yes, nature. something that was very off putting, and it's like you got rid of her, and it's like well yeah <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's kind of it's crazy, but if we remember John Boyega, Black Stormtrooper, he uh-huh. got an onslaught. Of freaking hate too, and it was just from the trailer. Like we had no idea what his role was in the actual films, but just when he took his helmet off, onslaught of hate. So, well, is the is all this stuff largely because of the color of her skin, or to do with her performance? Color of her skin. There are people that may not like her performance, not like the third sister, but she's referring to the hate mail she's gotten directly, which has to do with the color of her skin. Because now she's really in the public's eye. Well. To have the villain so far of the series who is making Obi-Wan run scared be a black woman, mm. that's bound to rub a lot of dirty whore bags the wrong way. <laughs> I'm loving the use of their whore bags. Really I mean, it's so appropriate. <laughs> it's going to rub a lot of people the wrong way. You know, the, 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 in this country, to a lot of people, the person who's the lowest on the totem pole is making their Obi-Wan run scared. And they got a problem with that. Not to say you have to enjoy her performance. They're two separate things. But there's, you know, there's. It's just wild to me that this is still the reality of the world we're living in right now. It's 2022 and things are just, it's like, I was, I forget what I was watching. I was watching something that came out. It was made in the seventies. And it was like the social political commentary of it is akin to what's going on right now. It's it's just wild to me. Yeah. Nothing changes a whole lot. Laws get passed and stuff, but the pendulum just swings from one side and so Or there's there's this George Carlin skit that's gone viral again from a skit he was doing in the 90s. And it's like he literally could be talking about the state of America today and right. nothing has changed in the commentary. Yeah. But I will say to watch Disney, to watch Hugh McGregor, to watch the whole crew have her back, it's small, but those are the small changes. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the social awareness and being on the right side of history is getting clearer and clearer with, with each passing decade. It's not where we want it to be, but it's it's still inching. It can still fall backwards, though. <laughs> you know, it's one of those rocks that we're pushing uphill. So as soon as you stop pushing, that thing's going to roll backwards. But at least it's rolling forwards a little bit, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm a fan of the casting choice, too. I was actually talking to another friend of mine, and, and she was saying how how hard it is in this industry to be a uh, a black female of dark skin color too. X. And, and the lady on Obi-Wan and the lady who was in the Chippendales mm-hmm. are on the, the darker shade. And so that was really encouraging to her to see people who reflect her being cast, you know? Yeah. I mean, cause a year or two years ago, it would have been like Zendaya, right. which is fine. But when it's always Zendaya, that's where it's kind of an issue. So you're right. Um, I, 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 I love the idea. Uh, I want to I know what you think about her portrayal in episode three. It, it, there's a shift in it slightly. I hope so, dude. I hope so. <laughs> we'll see. Either way, 
those are the things we're supposed to go back and forth about, not the color of your skin. Um, yo, Rich. What's up? PS5. X, I know you're Xbox head, but PlayStation 5 sales has surpassed 20 million worldwide. They have sold 20 million PlayStation 5. The console you can never seem to get when you go into the store. Exactly. That sold 20 million. Are you, know, you enjoying yours? Jack, I barely played it, and it's like breaking my heart every single day. Yeah, every that's the only day. reason I haven't bought one. You Listen, know, you're not going to play it. Okay, but if this was five, ten years ago, I'd have been had six of them already. You know what I mean? It's like, but, oh, yeah, when am I going to play it? We got to make time for ourselves, man. Um, I Am Groot is getting an original series, animated series on Disney+, Plus, and it's going to drop August 10th. Okay. Which is very interesting. Um, yeah, the script's pretty easy to read, though. It's set in Groot's world, surrounded by Groot's, and they all just basically circle Groot themselves. It's baby Groot's getting in and out of trouble, saying, this is Groot, one line, Groot. Groot, 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 I am Groot. But I did a little deep diving on Groot, and from what I understand, that whole I am Groot thing is because of a virus that Ooh. they contract. So they are act. They actually they are actually intelligent beings, but because of this virus, that's they are. You know, they they speak the way they do. How dope would it be if in the animated series all we hear is "I am Groot," but we get subtitles and we actually like they're very articulate. <laughs> and this is what but he's you would reading. never read that. No, I'm not going to read it. No, but for you watch it. <laughs> not, for not for me. Not for me. But for everybody else. <laughs> You know what, but I think you're right. There's a way. Do you remember that? I think it was called the 13th Warrior or something with uh, Antonio Banderas. And mm. there was a certain point in it where he finally understood the language of the people. Oh. You could do that with Iron Groot, where it starts with Iron Groot, Iron Groot, Iron Groot, you know, for the first scene maybe, and it's subtitled maybe. And then there's a way for them to let us into understanding their language. Just like Star-Lord understands what he's talking about. Thor speaks the language. He understands it. There's yeah. a way to let us into the world where we understand it. That'd be pretty fun. And what better place than freaking an animated 100%. fruit tale. Let's go to the trailer park. It's time for the trailer park trash. You know, and usually I rebut your trash statement, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are going to talk some trash. Dang. So the CW has dropped their Gotham Knights trailer and. Whoosha. Look, I love the CW. I want to be on the CW one day. I love their cheese. I love their soapiness. I love it all. But for this series, I'm just, who is it for? It's, it's a world where Batman is dead. He has a son named Turner. And it turns out that there's a series of young adults who could have killed him. And they're kind of all on trial here. And then they all escape police custody. And they're like, I need to find Batman, his father's killer, as well as, I guess, save Gotham. But only Carrie Kelly, who was in the Dark Knight uh, Returns comic, she's in it. And she's kind of was, was the Robin to his Batman. And then you have this girl who's the Joker's daughter. And I'm just sitting here like, who is this for? And before Batwoman was canceled, you already had a series where someone stepped into place because Batman's gone missing. Like, they were supposed to be both going on at the same time in two different Gothams. This is strange to me. I don't know who it's for. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't even want to talk about the trailer. What I'd rather talk about is, listen, all you guys over there making content for that platform. Lawrence has been your number one fan and supporter for decades and decades. Since Smallville episode one. 
And if you can't keep him on your side, Bruh. what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? Bruh. That's all. That's that's all I'm saying. I ain't gonna talk about the trailer. I'm just like, how many more Bat Gotham, Batwoman, Gotham Knights? How many Batman series without Batman are we gonna make? Like how many? Now I'm down with the HBO one because that takes Look, place. Heated. Yo, I'm, 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 I just don't understand. Let it out. Come on. I don't understand. You're gonna cancel freaking Batwoman. You're gonna cancel um, Naomi. You're gonna uh, unbelievable tomorrow. You're gonna cancel Supergirl. But you Preach know you got some nights. Come on, <laughs> you stupid mother. Whoa! <laughs> Shut your mouth. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, that that's it for the news. That's it for the news. <laughs> Jack, stop smiling. Yeah, I can't help it. <laughs> you can't help it. Rick, get your game face on. It's time for a debate. Let's get ready. Yo, we talk a lot about superheroes. We talk a lot about cartoons. We don't talk enough about anime, but that's a whole other topic. But we don't talk enough about horror which is adjacent. So I want to know who you guys think is the best horror character of all time. Okay, I'm a little wow. I'm a little off on. Do you want the best horror like the main protagonist? Am I using the right word? Protagonist? The antagonist uh, usually, but well, yeah. antagonist, there we go. Antagonist. Thank you. Smarter people in the room right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm mean, not always, not always, uh, but usually so uh so you want the, you want the bad guy yeah okay. yeah yes all yes, right. yes all right okay so um i went i went uh i went video game with this one guys um be honest Ooh, with you i didn't even think about that and um for me because you just said horror you just yeah you you're right where you're right for me it was it was the tyrant from resident evil uh that dude was menacing as hell to me mm. uh always ran from and you know, if you didn't have that rocket launcher, you was kind of in trouble. Not really. If you had a, you, know, you had the strategy, you kind of knew how to knock him out. But my man was always morphing. Like even in the even in the movies, he's always morphing into a a stronger version of himself. You think he's dead, but no, he's coming back. You know, he grew an extra appendage or a new heart or like an extra head, and he's coming at you. So he's 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 the best to you because he's nonstop. He's nonstop. You think he's stopping, but he ain't stopping. You're mm. talking about feeling terrified, though. Yeah. Do you feel terrified with him? I feel terrified. Yeah. That's really interesting. You said video games. Like, I think of the first time I played Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. And that, you see, you're like a finger in comparison to an actual person to some of these monsters, you're, the Colossuses you're coming up against. Yeah. I straight felt terror in my heart playing that game for the first time. Where I just run and hide behind a rock and watch these things. Yeah. I think that defeated the purpose of the game. But yes, I understand what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Uh, uh, well, I'll, I'll go on to my tangent, too. I'll say I have not finished that Resident Evil game when you go to that house. <laughs> it is too wow. freaking scary. <laughs> wait. It wait. is too scary. Which are talking about the VR ones? Huh? Which which one? Which Resident Evil is the one before? starts with the video camera? Yeah, the one where it's like freaking Texas Chainsaw. Uh, it's like eleven uh, or something. Okay. Yeah, it's the one before the 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 re the reboot the redo. Yeah, yeah like those, five years ago. It, yeah, it got, Resident Evil got a little weird for me on that one because it's like the dude's like immortal in a way. I'm like, what's like they weren't dying. 
No, you you just put them down for two seconds. And yeah. it was very cinematic. So, like, if you adjust your TV the way they suggested, mm-hmm. everything's in the shadows. Like, you can't see nothing. And it always, uh, like, jump scares every five seconds, man. <laughs> I'm still, like, only 20 minutes in. I can't do it. <laughs> I got to sell it. I can't do it. And the woman who sold it to me at GameStop was like, I, I had to return this game because it was too scary. I'm like, pfft, please. Pfft. I don't get scared off no video games. I'm like, Shay, can you sit next to me while I play this game? <laughs> terrifying. Terrifying. I'll go next. I'm, I'm grabbing mine straight from the movies because that's where I associate horror mostly. And yo, honestly, for me, there's not a better horror character than Freddy Krueger, man. Mm. Like this dude. Let's think about him for a second. He was killing children. He was so bad that the parents of the neighborhood had to set him on fire. He comes back to life to seek revenge on the children whose parents set him on fire who were killing him because he was murdering their children. Like, this dude was a bad guy before he turned into a monster. And then he, you know, after you play these video games, after you you watch these movies as a kid, you're scared that you're going to have a nightmare. Like, it's inevitable. You're going to have a bad dream. And like Freddy is like literally like, that's where I'm going to kill you in your nightmares. So then when you're as a kid, you fall asleep and you dream about Freddy. It's like, it's mad meta. It's so crazy. And the fact that he can kill you in your dreams and you just watch these teenagers just try to stay awake. And you know, it's inevitable. You're going to fall asleep. It's just brilliant. And then, and then the way to kill him is you have to bring him into the real world. It's really smart. It's really smart. Freddy Krueger, man. That's my guy. And he's That's funny. And he's funny. Yeah, he had the, uh, the, the, the one-liners and whatnot, right? It's a little in the sequels, punchlines. You know? Kind of like Scary Terry, bitch. Remember Wait, Scary what? Terry? No? Oh. No. <laughs> Rick and Morty, Scary Terry? The Freddy Krueger knockoff? No. <laughs> Coming for you, bitch. <laughs> I'm in your dream, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> and then he goes home you know his wife is there it's like listen bitch not in here out there but not in here i'm sorry it's just been a rough few days <laughs> i have to start watching rick and Morty. <laughs> wow <laughs> so that's that's my pick jack what do you got i mean what a good pick though uh, i mean really uh, <clears throat> Of all the characters out there, Freddy as a child cost me many sleepless nights, you know? Dude. Yeah. Dude. I mean, because you like him. He's likable. Yeah. So he's scary, but at the same time, you en- you're not going to turn it off. You actually enjoy watching this. Yeah. Man, man. Um, all right. I want to list off a few arm mentions. And since we're talking about horror, I want to talk about some of the history of it so the original time i i'll be brief (laughs) here goes jack again (laughs) in the 1500s was one of the first times horror started becoming a thing and it was werewolves that Mm. were the thing in the 1500s that kind of started the ball rolling on this this idea um werewolves and lichens it wasn't until the 1800s 1818 where Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein that really kind of changed the game for horror and, and that whole genre really started popping off differently. 
And then obviously Bram Stoker's Dracula, which came out also in the 18, late 1800s, 1897, I think it was, was Dracula. So those are, to me, when I think of horror, I think of those guys. They're kind of like the Superman of the horror genre. They're the granddaddies that started the ball rolling. And without paying homage to Superman, how can we talk about comic books? Without talking about Frankenstein and Dracula, how can we even begin to talk about horror and where where it's now spawned from. I mean, Candyman uh, is such a great horror guy, you know? I wouldn't yeah. say he's my favorite, but the whole concept of this guy is just phenomenal, and it kind of all spawns from the same point of origin. Um, Freddy is definitely on my list of people. Um, I, he was almost my number one, but I had to usurp him a little bit. Some honorable mentions, The Ring Girl. That was just freaking oh, freaky, man. Yeah. So Lawrence and I are in... Lawrence and I are in college watching this movie and the phone rings in the movie yes! right when the phone rings in our apartment and we both just rose <laughs> terrified two young adult men terrified who alone in there who answered dorm. it do you remember who answered do we answer it? i i answered eventually i answered it and it was just breathing on the other end and so like talk about you know the black dude wasn't going to answer rich yeah, go ahead. You no, know, the black dude was not gonna answer in that moment. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna, oh, wait, I am home. I'm gonna go to bed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. to bed. I don't care if that's my mom calling me. Shut the wait till tomorrow. <laughs> Mike Myers, you know, he's another one. Uh, he, he wasn't really, he me a lot. Like, I, cause he's, he's not super net. Well, I guess they made him in the sequel supernatural, but he's just a guy, right? right? He's, but to me, he's, he's like, but how he's does in he keep, between things. How does he keep getting back up? He's just a. That I don't understand it because it's not like Jason, where right. Jason, like the Terminator of horror villains, just yeah. keep going and going. Yeah. Um. They're like the super zombie, really. Jason's a freaking zombie that doesn't yeah. have brains. <laughs> Xenomorphs really kind of changed the game. Those are the monsters yeah. from Aliens. Yeah. Hannibal Lecter for a whole different reason. Um. But for me, my number one, I'd put it. I'd have to say Pennywise as a kid Whoa. watching it, the, the two part series way back in the day, it was Pennywise for me. Dude. And uh, just, I you can't show my wife a picture of him to this day. She refuses to look at him. No. And I don't have a thing for clowns. Like I'm not terrified of clowns or anything. Um, I feel, you know, my heart goes out for anyone who is, and I've known a few people, but uh it, it is just straight that character. That character is this almost is horrific. You talk about killing children. This this dude has been killing children since the 1800s, yeah. and he's just a giant spider. Yeah, like a space yeah. spider. So that's spider. now. I will say part two is where I did stop being scared. You know, well, when, you, when you actually for see me it the was, mask off. Yeah, I agree. In the in the original one, and I think it was because graphics and technology at the time. There are pros and cons about the remake for me. Um, the that book is is pretty won't, good. Won't do it. Yeah, won't do it. <laughs> I won't do well, it. We know you don't like to read. It's a it's it's a wonder he's an actor. You know he he has to not only read but memorize words oh, all day every day. I don't read the scripts. They read me. <laughs> you would think an actor <laughs> would be like me. cool with reading. No, they read me. <laughs> but. Uh, I'm not going to read something and then have it terrify me because that's me using my imagination against myself. That just sounds like, why would I do that to myself? Wow. 
Wow. And that's a con of being a really good actor is your imagination's pretty elaborate and wild. So dude, I'll go nuts. No, 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 no. No debate here. I mean, all these picks are freaking great. Rich, way to throw in a freaking video game nod. Yes, horror works across multiple freaking platforms. And yeah, Jack, we got to give pay homage to the granddaddies, the Frankenstein's werewolves and freaking Draculas. Here is a movie real quick. Side note, a movie that scared me when I was a, a teenage, a young teenage lad. Uh, Grim Prairie Tales it had James Earl Jones in it. It was on like Cinemax or maybe Showtime. I forgot what it, it was like a compilation of different horror um, stories based in the Wild West. Oh, and there was this one story. I forgot the name of it, but it was about... um a trailblazer, right, that finds a pregnant woman along a trail and picks her up and decides to take her to the nearest town. Um, as the story goes on, the woman who was pregnant now one night is not pregnant. And she's like all seductive and taking her clothes off and seducing the guy. But at the same time, telling him no, the guy proceeds to have sex with her. And while having sex, let me tell you, the vagina swallowed him up. That's and swallowed him up, and then she was pregnant again. And it wasn't that she was pregnant. She Ooh. ate him. She had a food baby. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not talking to girls. Freak me out, son. Yeah. I was like, when I say I was like a T, I probably I was probably like a preteen. But yo, it was wild. It was wild. It, it was like the, it was graphic. It, it was like the, my man was pumping, pumping. Next thing you know, he's yelling, then his butt sinks in, then his legs pulled in, then he's older. Like, oh my god! Oh, no. they, did the, they did the body horror with it. They too. did the body horror oh, with it. That's what gets me. This is wild. Wow, Rich. What, what was what was that HBO series recently where the lady was consuming them the same way? Really? No idea. Oh, what um, it was in um, yes. Uh, American Gods, American no. Gods. Yes, it yes, that that, that wasn't also like that. Yeah, that wasn't, it wasn't that graphic, was but it was the same idea. She was cons- her body was consuming them. Let's yes. put it like that. Yes, and the, no, there was an HBO series recently. It was the Japanese girl. Who- oh, oh yeah, oh. oh, dude, it was um, oh, oh, it was freaking um, ah, they just got canceled. Uh, yes, Japan. after one season. Yeah, it was tragic, tragic. Lovecraft. Lovecraft. Love, yeah. Lovecraft. Yes, it was. It was Lovecraft. Which, yeah. How did that get canceled after one season? No freaking clue, dude. No Anyways, clue. so yeah, she was also consuming people with her body. <laughs> get to know the person you're spending time with, ladies and gentlemen. No, this is a <laughs> cautionary tale. This is a cautionary tale. Man. Well, <laughs> great picks, guys. This was fun. We don't usually do horror, so that was fun, but... I think it's time to get to the reason why we're here. It's time, time for the, the main, main event. event. The Boys Season 3 just dropped three episodes. Of this recording, three episodes just dropped. And we're in Season 3, so I don't need to give you a recap. We're just going to give you our spoiler-free review real quick. And then we're going to jump all the way in. Man, I love this content. 
I love, love, love this content. And every time I jump back into a new season, I forget how much I freaking love this content. Oh, yeah. That's all I got to say right now. I always forget how graphic it is until I'm watching it again. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, this show is brutal. <laughs> it really is. We're going to go there. It really is. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's great stuff uh, from... From the first episode on up to the to was on th- episode three, yeah, yeah, great, great stuff, and um, I'm glad it's back. I'm yeah. so freaking glad it's back, man. Yo, so let's just jump right in. This so last season we saw them shooting this movie of the seven, right? <laughs> and, and the big part of that movie is Storm. What's her name? Storm. Stormfront. Front. Stormfront is in it, like she's a part of it. Well, we get to see the movie. And they rewrote the script to make Stormfront the bad guy because the world found out she's a Nazi. And guess who's playing Stormfront? Yeah, right. (laughs) Charlize Theron. And I believe that is Charlize playing Stormfront. Not just... Oh, I see. Another actor. Another hero. Because she made a point to say, like, the Aryan race and stuff. Because they got someone really blonde and blue-eyed. When Stormfront wasn't... Blonde and blue-eyed and, like, looked like the master race, quotation marks. So they went out and, like, doubled down on the image that they wanted to put out there of Stormfront. Um, So the premiere is going on. They're all having fun and stuff. And I'm not going to recap this thing. Let's just just jump in. It's just we got too many many episodes. But Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what I love about the content. What works about it for me is, like, I don't enjoy seeing... Superman and Batman do non-Superman and Batman things like snapping people's necks. That doesn't bring joy to me. (laughs) But to see off-brand generic versions of Superman and Batman in their own content doing horrific things really does does do it for me. And that's what what this content is. It's why I love um, Invincible. And on top of that, I love how you talk about the complexity of, uh, of uh, characters, right? Homelander, Butcher. Butcher is like a, a great, he's not a great person at all, but he's kind of our hero protagonist who is just this miserable, flawed person. You know, in, in that last moment in episode uh, three with him and the kid, yeah. Homelander's kid, but his wife's kid, but he the kid killed the wife. And you see Butcher has really come 180 degrees at the top of season three and then boom, by the time you get to episode three, you're like, eh, some of that truth he's been bearing is still in there and he's a miserable prick. But all the characters are like that. And that's what I love about it. I, and Homelander, man, like, like we have to talk about Homelander and between the last season and this season, he's been doing a whole PR campaign to do damage control over the fact that he was in love with a Nazi. Yes. So he has this rehearsed jargon of just, you know, you fall for the wrong woman and I'm just a, I'm just a, a guy, you know, just a human. I make mistakes and he is so freaking tortured and he's been tortured since the beginning. But since he really killed that woman who ran everything, the one who, who, who's given him yeah. all that breast milk, like since he got rid of her, he there's nothing that grounds him and he's searching for something to ground him. And for a while it was Stormfront. Like he was last mm-hmm. season, I was like, he's less scary when he's with her, even though that should be the opposite for some reason. But now he is so freaking unhinged now. Yeah. And it's scary. 
I'm waiting for, you know, I got mixed feelings on Homelander to, to be perfectly honest. Well, I tell you what I love is how honestly I felt a little faked out, which was great because I felt like even though it was clearly a rehearsed thing, he had put her aside. But when he went back because he was actually still in love with her, yes. but she's mutilated and half blown apart and deep fried, missing her hand, still jerking him off with his, her other hand in the bed. <laughs> He's still going to get the like, dough. I was like, wow, this is. And then when she killed herself on his birthday, that was scene where the jumper was on top of the roof. Yeah, okay. Let's let, let I was I was like cringing watching Dude, it. So there's a jumper on the roof. He goes there to save her, but you can tell he's just going through the paces. And then there's a big freaking sign behind him that goes, Stormfront kills herself. And he's like, on oh, my birthday. Mm-hmm. And it's a made up birthday. He doesn't have a birthday. He's a You're test right. tube, baby. <laughs> but on his birthday, and you just see like whatever could be left of this man's humanity is just sinking away. And then he's like, go ahead and jump. And she's like, I don't think I want to jump anymore. And he starts lighting up his laser beam eyes. He's like, it wasn't a suggestion. I'm not a suggestion. <laughs> Yeah, and she freaking jumps, and she's like a big splat of road pizza on the ground. Which in real life, this is a horrible thing, ladies and gentlemen. We don't do not endorse this at all. But as far as absorbing content, in the content, well, let's go back to the beginning because you got freaking um, Huey working for the bureau, right? And he's working with that woman who we know is blowing people's heads up. We found that out last season. And you got also freaking Butcher working side by side with the bureau, trying to do things the right way. Mother's milk. He's like Marvin. He's trying to be the family man, even though he lost his wife. So they're out to catch soups. You got Frenchie and um, ah, what's her Kimiko. name? Yes, Kimiko. They're at this party and they see Ant Man, pretty much, who is like the center oh of attention, oh. banging okay, a Barbie so we're doll. We're talking episode one. With episode one, like the first twenty minutes, he's banging a oh. Barbie. It's a whole thing. Everyone loves it. He pops back to size. Dang a lang is swinging. Listen, this episode of The Boys, it's The Boys. It's mature content. So you just have to understand that this episode, this podcast is going to be mature content. His dang lang is swinging. He goes in a back room to get with this dude. And the dude and the says, guy's like, I want you inside me. And, and I'm think like, it's gonna be- you think it's going to be butt stuff. But it's not butt stuff. He shrinks down to size and enters his penis, Rich. say <laughs> He's wild. I'm like, wait a minute. There's this huge penis now on the table. My man is just no, but but like the shot is the hole. It's like, yo, this show don't care. And he enters, and like, this is a big thing. Like they always said, like, why didn't Ant Man just shrink down his size and jump into Thanos's butt? Like that's something fans have said over the years in the yeah. battle. Well, this so guy's doing like, it. We're gonna show you what that'll look like. So he's inside this guy's penis, just gently touching the walls, walking through like it's nothing. And then he sneezes, pops back to size, and blows that dude up from the inside. And that, Jack, that was my moment where I was like, I forgot how graphic it was. I'm like, oh, we're, oh, yes. we're back. Yeah, that was exactly the same moment. I was like, the episode one does not gently bring you back into the world. It thrust oh. you headfirst into a guy's literally. Dog. And then thrust you head explodes. first into a guy's dog. And then we At which case, Frankie uh, and Amiko, what, what's her Fren- name? Frenchie and Kimiko. Frenchie and Kimiko. Kimiko. Frenchie and Kimiko rush in, and then the 
Ant-Man ripoff shrinks down. He tries to get into Frenchie's butt. So he <laughs> he's got one he's move. He's he goes, got one don't move. let him in my butt. <laughs> don't let but, him in my butt. Mind you, he is strong when he's when he's shrunken down. So he's he's tossing Frenchie around the room. He's tossing Kimiko around the room. Yes. You get but, to see how strong Ant-Man is and how strong. Yeah. It's like you're fighting an invisible guy. Pretty much. It was pretty cool. Butcher comes and traps him inside of a bag of cocaine. Yo, this show lets you know we're back in two seconds. He traps him into a bag of cocaine. He's nearly ODing, but Butcher's going to freaking squish him. And he's like, you know, he's he's not that way anymore. Call the Bureau. Um, At the same time, freaking Starlight is made co-captain with Homelander. This is not good. At all. And I'm... It's so it's so interesting watching everyone walk on eggshells around Homelander, except no, the homeboy. Who's oh oh butcher? No, no, oh, the no. freaking um Stan, the guy over over Vought. He has no. He's power. got an interesting amount of power. Yeah, for having no power, um, because he knows he knows. You know, I'll tell you what was a little upsetting. Season two of uh the boys, Homelander's giving a speech, and he basically loses himself and he heat visions the entire crowd just obliterates everyone and that moment for me was thrilling and i was like all right shit's family finally hit the fan the guy is unloosed and now the content is starting and then they cut back and it was all just in his head and that moment was a, a really low blow cheap shot on me it it actually hurt me for watching the content for about a two weeks or something. I was just put me off. Hmm. I am dying to actually see this guy unhinged. And we uh, see well he talk, he talked about it real quick of the things he can do. I know, oh, but talk, talk, yeah. talk. Talk, talk, talk. Mm-hmm. Well, talk. but here's the thing, and he says it. He says it uh when he's sitting with um when he's talking to Starlight. He was like, release the video. There's a video on season one where he refuses to save the airline passengers because there was no way. And he gets upset and he's like, I'll kill all. I'll burn all of you if you don't get back. And he's like, he tells Starlight, release the video. Take away, make it so I have nothing to lose anymore. He's like, I want to be loved, but being feared. So it's like him obliterating the audience. He still has. The The only reason they haven't done it yet. And it's the only reason they might never do it is because once you take the genie out of the bottle. Also, speaking of genies, do you guys see the Idris Alba trailer where Jack, he's playing Jack, a genie? Stay, stay okay, yeah, on. Once you take the genie out of the bottle, you can't put it back in. And so once you cross that line with Homelander. We don't want to cross it yet. Not, just, season, just, not season then you gotta, two. Then you got to kill him. You got to kill him. Or the, find a way to kill well, once he crosses the line, we're gearing towards the series finale. Yeah, like, we're done. I can't. We can't just live in a, in a, a the, the whole point of this show, which I love. It's not just superheroes gone bad. It plays on social media. It plays on us audience members. What we like. There's literally a reality show within this, picking the next person to be in the seven. So once Homelander crosses that line, now we're in like this post-apocalyptic world. It's over. Yeah. Like we're done. We've re-wrapped up why we're here in the first place, which is they're making fun of the fact that we're consumers. They're making fun of the fact that we're liberals. They're making fun of the fact that you can, we're conservatives. They're making fun of everything. Um, and that's a real joy in the show. So I don't want, home, when Homelander crosses the line, it needs to be like last season, 
all or nothing. Boom. Um, and then what is a real world consequence of trying to take a Superman esque character out? Obviously, he is not as powerful. Couldn't couldn't save the plane. Or didn't want to. That's always up for debate. Kinda. Well, the thing about Superman, if we're gonna bring it, if we're gonna bring Superman into the, the boys' world, it would mean that Superman wants to save people so much over the course of the years he's been Superman, he's tried and failed at certain things. And he's mm. he's finessed certain things. Homelander won't try, especially if there's no cameras present. He yeah. probably doesn't even know if he can catch an airplane. Like, have you even tried? Mm. He doesn't care to try. For Yo, what? I would like to see a show of Superman failing. That's because you're sick, Rich. It's because you're sick. It's, it's called Man of Steel, Rich. If you watch okay, the last I, 30 minutes. Oh, I, I want to see, yeah. see the first time of him, you know, trying to, like, bring a plane down without killing everyone on it, you know. That would be something. That would be something. No, but I, I think, I think, I don't know if, like, millions of thousands of people died at his hands, but there is a time, there had to be a time where he's going to save the plane. He goes by the wing and then he pulls the wing off. I can't. Physics. That's not going to work. Didn't that like, happen in the movie? The the wing broke off. Yeah, it happened super return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, but you know what? You're right. Man is still. How many buildings went down? I mean, I lived through September 11th. People. But that's people, what would. But that's what would happen. Well, that's also the end of Invincible. Like that's what happens when super oh fight. You know what? That's an even better point, Lawrence. Rich, the content you want to watch is called Invincible. Because you see, no. Mark. Try and see fail. Superman going because you're because you're sick. You want to crap on my dreams? That's the problem. <laughs> you're you're not you're not in this purely. <laughs> Is this your hero? Is this your hero? So, um, Starlight and Huey. You know, Starlight is pretty much like undercover there. She's there at Vault to pretty much bring it down from the inside, but has to be extremely careful. The Deep apparently escapes his cult. He's on the rise. He wants to be part of this thing so bad. And Homelander is now like, he is pissed off at everybody. He tells the deep, like why, you know, the deep had an interview before him. He's pissed off. He's just body shaming freaking, um, (laughs) A-Train. He's just body shaming A-Train. He's like, you're just eating those milkshakes. And because A-Train can't run anymore because his heart might blow up in his freaking chest. Mm. And like Homelander is just pissed off at everyone. And and there's no one to kind of curve his. Well, there is one person that can curb his appetite, his son. Not saying that it would be a good thing, but that's the only thing that he kind of sort of loves, feels connection to in this entire world is his son. And they're keeping it from him. Um, Butcher receives freaking V, whatever, V24, whatever it's called, the new V that'll give you superpowers for 24 hours. He's debating whether to take it or not. And Homelander pays him a visit. And then we get like, guys, if you had good superhero content always consists of at least one scene down the line where you have Magneto and Professor X sitting across from each other. Superman, Lex Luthor, the Joker and Batman sitting across from each other. And it's a conversation. It's like and, and it sets the road for like whatever's going to happen. It's inevitable. <laughs> but we're going to have the conversation. And both Homelander and Butcher feel like they've been neutered. They've been put in cages. And Homelander's like, wouldn't it be brilliant if we can just do what What we're going to do? And there'll be one of us left standing. And what a glorious day that'll be. And Butcher's like, absolutely. It's so, they're both sick. Because for them to get what they want means millions of people will have to die. Or at least they're in jeopardy. Listen. 
And Butcher doesn't care about saving lives, really. He cares about putting down soups. No, he cares about avenging his wife. wife, Yeah. Which was Homelander specifically, which sent him on the soups journey in the original case. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't about saving people. No, it's a revenge. Revenge. Um, So we got that brilliant scene. Freaking Butcher. So now we're, oh, okay. So now we're on the road to find the thing that can possibly kill Homelander. And we learn that there might be a bullet that kills a soldier. A weapon. A weapon. Excuse me. A weapon. A weapon. Russians have. Explain it, Rich. Uh, So there was an event in, I believe, Vietnam where a superhero named Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. Yeah. He was allegedly killed by the Soviets and taken back to Russia. Um, there was a weapon. No one's seen what this weapon does. We get a flashback with um, Grace. No. Yes. Is Grace? Grace. Yeah. Uh, we we had a flashback with Grace when in one of her operations, um, Soups came along. They pretty much gave away their location because the insect dude was flying up in the air. They're terrible. They're terrible at this. They are the worst. <laughs> um, you also see Noir with no mask, which if people who follow the comic, Noir is pretty much a clone or comes from the batch of Homelander, Homelander clones. Right. But was kind of messed up. But Noir in the show is a black dude. He's able to talk, or at least was able to talk. <laughs> Face blown off. Um, he was talking, he was talking to uh to Edgar about keeping his mask off and showing his face more, talking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Edgar, you know, kind of you know, um persuaded him in the way he that he does. To keep, that he needs to keep his mask on. Um, a fight breaks out. The enemy finds out where they are because of the insect dude. Great job, guy. Um, <laughs> missiles are going on. People are dying. The soups, uh, Soldier Boy's um, sidekick, what was his Gunpowder. Gunpowder gets behind a, 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 a 50 cal and just blowing everybody. Everybody. Up. Up. Like, I, I got confused. I'm like, both, yeah. they're on your side, right? <laughs> He's just blowing everybody away. So Grace is getting upset because she's seeing her own people getting blown up. Um, she helps out Soldier Boy a little bit because he was getting a little uh, slightly overwhelmed at one point. Uh, pretty much things are blowing up. Grace is knocked out. She gets up. The soups are all disoriented. They're kind of licking their wounds. You see Noir. He's burnt up. He's kind of like stammering. He got a big gash in his head. Can't talk. Yeah. Can't talk. He's reaching for his helmet. He's missing an eye. Um... And they see, they see, um, what was the, the, the woman's name? Oh, uh, the fire. The, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Crimson. Crimson Countess. Crimson Countess. She's saying that they killed Soldier Boy and they're taking him away. And you just see a helicopter flying away. Yeah. And that's where the story's left out. Mind so, you, she, she is telling Butcher this story. So that's where the story's coming from. So now they say, or she's telling them that, they don't know exactly what the weapon is or even what exactly happened to him because they didn't get the straight, the straight story except for from the Crimson Countess. Mm-hmm. And, but whatever it is, it's in the Soviet Union or it's in Russia now. And he wants yeah. to go to Russia. And from the trailers and the previews, we all know that Soldier Boy is coming. Yeah, we know so Apparently, he's not this world's Captain America. He is no. as strong or almost as strong as Homelander they're setting up. That whatever killed him could possibly kill Homelander. So I can't wait. I got to throw a big shout out to my boy, Justin 
Davis. Yeah. He, he played the younger Stan Edgar. And oh my God. Did it was like God. it was him. It was like yeah. the, the, the the same vocal tonations, the same. It was it was an amazing performance, man. Like you didn't have to hear them say Stan to know who he was supposed to be. Great performance. On the other side, we have that reality show going, right? And I'm watching yo supersonic. I'm looking at him going, just walk away, bro. Like, cause you know, like he, he, you can tell he wants to be a hero. He's literally cut from the same cloth as Starlight from season one. Which, which was confusing to me. Why, if Starlight was is actually put in some some version of a position of power, why she wouldn't want to restack the team with people of like minded suit? I think she knows the bot's the problem, and right. not even the seven. It's 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 bought is just there to make money and what basically weaponize these so create soldiers and weaponize them and um and she knows bought has to go down but supersonics like look man I'm not walking away from this while you're here I'm very curious to see what his powers are I have to imagine it has to do with sound yeah, <laughs> um, but we also know that from season two Homelander met their, that world's version of Daredevil and blew out his eardrums. So there's a certain yeah. level of power he expects you to have to even be on this team. Mm-hmm. Supersonic mm-hmm. has to be somewhat powerful. Um, he brings the deep back. Yo, the deep, he made the deep eat his friend slash friends with benefits, the octopus. Yeah. That's that cool. Because he had sex with the octopus through his girlfriend. He used to stare at the octopus in the tank while he was giving his girlfriend the business. And while he, and then Homelander made him eat the octopus. And, he, and it was so gut-wrenching, dog. He's what like, he's... Name, Jerry? Jerry, he's like, he's, he's, he's asking for help. And while he's chewing him, he's like, he's praying right now. And it, it should have been funny, but it was like awful. And his girlfriend was smiling. Girlfriend was like, eat yeah. the octopus. She texted him like, like a teenager. You remember being a teenager? Well, I'm probably not a teenager. A young adult where you text someone across the room, having a conversation in the middle of a party. That's pretty much what that was. She was like, eat the damn octopus. But why was she smiling after he ingested it? I mean, there was that weird sex scene with, um, where he was having sex with her, and she kind of realized that. Was, I believe she realized that he was talking yeah. to the octopus. Do you think it was jealousy of the octopus, or there's something deeper with the seven and Homelander? and Deeper, deeper with the deeper. Can we talk about his Lifetime movie? <laughs> <laughs> what is it called? Something dolphin? It was yeah. the craziest joint. Um, so yeah, so they're all on the case. They're gonna go to Russia. The band is back together again. Uh Huey finds out that his friend, the leader of the bureau, is the head popper. And she head was popper. And, and it's not just head by popper. Stan. It was crazy what her ability actually is. So when when her friend from the orphanage facility confronted her. And then attacked her because he had powers. And then she... Whatever she can look at. Whatever she can look at. So she popped his hand. Then she popped the bottom corner of his jaw. Then the whole bottom half of his face. And then she stood up. He's sitting there. There's that just grotesque scene where he's sitting there without half his head. The lower half. And then she stands up, looks at him, and then just obliterates his whole body. Like, and it rains blood. Rains blood. And I'm sitting there thinking, as an actor, I wonder how many of these are like practical effects on stage, like a, a blood pack explosion kind of scenarios, and how much of it's CGI. Obviously, I assume a lot of it's CGI enhanced. But in either case, these actors are just covered in buckets yes. of blood. I was thinking about episode. that. I was thinking about this is like the third time Huey's been covered in blood. 
just what he's covering every season. It's what yeah. he, and I love that he his reaction to it is different. Yeah. yeah. Like like he's now butchered. He's not necessarily desensitized though. No. He just understands like the way I'm doing is wrong. It's go yeah. time. Before it paralyzed him. Now it's yeah. like it's time to go, but it still yeah. sucks. And he gets thrown up on at the end of episode three. His reaction to being thrown up is priceless. It was worse than, yeah, it was, it was worse than the blood. No, but he re, but he was reactionary. He wasn't terrified. He was just because it got in his mouth. He was shocked and then mouth. disgusted. It literally got in his mouth. Um, oh man, that re, that moment was great. So I just got a knock on my front door and a package delivered. Um. <clears throat> It doesn't say who it's from, though, mm. but it feels like an action figure. I'm going to open it. What do you think? I think you should open it. Rich? Yeah, open it up carefully. Might be explosives. <laughs> <laughs> it says, happy birthday from Lawrence St. What is this? What is this? <laughs> Well, I don't have any evil Supermans in my collection, but so, now I guess I've got one. There you go. Well, you got Cyborg if you want to count him, but... Oh, no, he's definitely evil Superman. But he's not Kal-El. He's not Kal-El. True. Yo, this looks good. McFarlane, man. We got to get your McFarlane, you know, collection up a little bit. See, I don't have a lot of this size either. I know. I know. Seven inches is a commitment. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Walked right into that one. <laughs> So this gift I just opened, sent from Lars for my birthday, which was a couple weeks ago. A week ago? A couple weeks ago? I don't know what it was. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Is the Superman Red Sun version where Superman landed in Russia. Yes. Yo, thank you. Really, honestly appreciate it. You're very welcome. Happy birthday, Jack. Happy thank freaking happy birthday. Happy birthday, sir. Uh, I thought about getting him a regular Superman, but I'm like, you know, no, man. This one, that's yeah, enough of those. And it's fitting for the podcast, right? We're talking about Homelander. Yeah, there's a whole stack of them. <laughs> there, yeah, there it is. <laughs> um, well, you're very welcome, Jack. And I want to double back and talk about Homelander real quick because we got a moment that's not the same, but similar to him burning everybody in season two, giving a speech where he gives a speech and Starlight tries to like manipulate him and this they they playing tick for tack the whole time. And Starlight goes, Homelander's gonna donate like you know 10 million dollars to this blah blah blah. And he's like, No, 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 I'm not. She's lying. And he goes on this monologue about how he's better, he is superior in everything, and he just let it out. He's like, I save you, and he should be finished here. Next day, he's butt naked in his loft, as one should be if you have a loft. Uh, and the publicist comes in and tells him that he is up in points. With a lot. A lot up. And, you know, it's low in the urban areas, but that's fine. That's why you have starlight. But it's up. So where we saw Homelander finally, like, breaking bad, point of no return, now he's like, they like me for me. Which was actually a really nice moment. It was beautiful, but now I'm terrified. Because well, there's that too. What was keeping him in check was he thought that he had to be this way in the public to be loved. Mm. And now and he was losing points. And that's the only reason why Starlight's co-captain. And now he's realizing I can be my true self. How much of his true self is he about to be before it's I don't know. Yeah. It's scary now. Oh yeah. It's scary. Um so Well, you know, I mean, honestly, you look at 
political figures back in the day who gained traction being themselves. Yeah, Hitler. About to say Trump. Ooh. But yeah. Like, we don't got to go back in the death far back in the day. <laughs> That's true. And so it's not a far stretch to think that he can be completely what a, a reasonable person might consider absurd where other people are going to be like, yeah, absolutely. And we're going to get that. And they're already showcasing people like that. You know, uh, at freaking gunpowder's convention, it was definitely like a certain group of people, a certain version of the American way yeah. that were there who I imagine follow Homelander were fans of soldier boy, you know, yeah. and, and the, even Starlight to a degree, too, because she is on the platform very super religious. You know, we don't her true feelings and self. She hasn't really shown to the public. Uh, so I'm curious where that goes, man. Uh, I'm very excited to see where this is going. Um, and, and on top of all the grotesque stuff, there's a lot of like really true heartfelt, heartbreaking moments. Like Jackie said, when Butcher tells Homelander's son his real truth, but it was also to get the kid to stop being attached to him because now he has to go and be the kind of person that shouldn't mm-hmm. be with him. Yeah. And like well, him- and also he had a taste of those powers, man. And which is interesting for Butcher to have a taste of those powers and to see how easy it is to lose yourself to the chemical that's inside you. Oh. Clearly, Butcher has a certain level of rage, but he was not able to control himself when he was on the compound. Yeah. You know, he turned into a berserker, essentially. And it looked like it felt good when he took down gunpowder. And, and it was unnecessary. That's what I'm saying. He was, he was in like a berserker's rage, like a yeah. Viking, Viking's rage back in the day. Yeah. I mean, out to a degree, yeah. But there was, I also got to understand, he was getting powers that he doesn't know how to control, like the eye beams. Yeah. He not to control the eye beams. Well, they that's when he cut off. the guy's face in half, sure. Yeah. But before that, he was slamming him. Over, he would have killed gunpowder anyway. Like he was out killing soups anyway. But is gunpowder even a soup? I think the way he banged that, the way he curved that yeah. bullet. Okay, so yeah, he's like bullseye he though. Power, yeah. yeah, or like maybe like the wanted the move, like where they can curve the bullet. Yeah. <laughs> he has he has something. He ricocheted the bullet. Do, yeah. He didn't curve it. He has some type of bullet like that. Yeah. But even still, most of the soups are like, I believe they're aren't they pretty much all bulletproof to a degree? Not all of them. No? I don't know if they all are. I guess so far. Yeah. I mean, well, so the majority far, of them have some kind of strength. Right. Yeah. So far. Starlight Starlight has strength. She's pretty, um, she's she, almost indestructible. I believe they, they showed she was, she, she was able to get shot and up to a certain caliber, I think. I think definitely, probably definitely uh, the seven and payback was that group back in the day. Those groups probably are like, the most advanced soups. So I imagine they're probably all somewhat bulletproof. Um, and Butcher for 24 hours apparently was because Gunpowder was, he was out to murk him. Yeah. <laughs> and my, mm-hmm. my man was shooting. He shot him with the, with the uh, Desert Eagle. He shot him with the Desert Bird. He was like, ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. Like nothing. Interesting. And Butcher wasn't 100% <laughs> sure <part. laughs> that yeah. it was going to work. I think he thought he could charm his way out of this thing. <laughs> Uh man, but and then also you have a Marvin Mar- Mother's Milk yeah. dealing with when you leave your family to go to war and you come back, your family moves on. Yeah, and they moved on. And remember, season one, you just hear him on the phone with his wife talking about the TV show they're gonna watch when he gets home and just how much he loves being this husband and father. And it's gone. 
Yeah. That was kind of heartbreaking. The birthday party was kind of heartbreaking. Um, and then you have Kamiko, who was like for two seasons is this kind of animal and you get to see her brother in the last season. You see why she is the way she is. And then this season, you see her actually wanting more. Like, I want a life outside of this. Frenchie, yeah. let's go on a roller coaster. Let's, we can be happy. Like, you're seeing that in her. I hate my powers. Yeah, and she just brought up, she was like, why don't we just leave? Like She never said that before. Yeah. But this season, she was like, why don't we leave? Just let's go. And Frenchie was like, if it's so simple, he's, he's still drinking, you know, the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to see where this goes, man. Uh, I think that there's a lot of wonderful characters. Uh, I, I'm, I'm excited to see uh, Nadia, the woman who, in front of the bureau. That I don't think she's all bad. I'm curious she, to see. It's gonna come to a head. What's going on with her and and mm-hmm. the relationship she formed with Huey? The friendship. I feel like that's that. I hope that it's not fake. That there's there's realness to it. So. The way this show works is who you think is bad isn't necessarily always bad, and who you think is good is definitely not always good. Mm. So I'm curious to see where uh, where that goes. And like Homelander has been, he's jerked off on the side of a building, and you know at night he's been jerked off by someone burnt to a crisp. He's been jerked off by a guy who can shape shift. <laughs> like there's just a series of how Homelander gets off, and I'm. Interested to see what the next one is and where we're going from here. Your takeaway of this is wow. seeing how Wait, let's gets just off. let's okay. not let's not push that one too much, right. Rich. This but um, me. yeah, I would like to see how <laughs> there's, a, uh, there's how, a clip of him milking a cow, man. Okay, all right, all right. But um, yeah, um, how Frenchie because we're gonna get a glimpse into Frenchie's past. We already got a little bit of that when he when he met up with with his last um I guess boss. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Um, yeah she, so. What did she say? She said he's still mad at you for eating his wife's anus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what is this show? Oh. Yeah, but but she also brought up a good point about how you know he can't he can't get out of it. Like he's like a he's like a dog almost. Mm. And and I mean butcher is now his 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 master. Like and um so we'll, we'll see a glimpse of that. How did you guys to- feel about that though? Like, I love Frenchie, but at mm. that point in the show, it was the storyline I didn't need. Right. Well, now. it it, if it was we're we're going steps backwards instead of forward. Yeah. At least, or at least two sideways. And not when you when forward. you first met Frenchie, he was like his own boss almost. Like he was An- anarchist he was a smuggler. Yeah, like just doing what yeah. he wanted to do. And but now it seems like he wasn't doing what he wanted to do. Now he, he was on a leash with someone. Which uh-huh. is cool, but at this point in the story, that's just not where my interest is. That's why it felt like he was going. But like, I'm interested in seeing his relationship develop. I'm interested in seeing his conflict with staying with the team, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, not yeah. necessarily inf- interested in seeing conflict for the sake of conflict is what this felt like. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I felt like they were just giving us more backstory because possibly he will have a a fork in the road moment, but we don't know enough about him to mm-hmm. see what his choice may be or not be. I don't know. He is the least developed out of all of them. I think we get a sense yeah. of everyone's backstory except his and mother's milk, like Homeland. I mean, uh freaking soldier boy is responsible for his family's death. Mm. So it's a big arc we're looking at, you know, for him. I mean, he's, that's his Homelander. <laughs> yeah. Right? At the end of the day, Homeland, I mean, he lost his whole family over. Listen, like, yeah, I want to see, see. Hopefully, he gets some redemption or at least some closure. 
Well, the thing about bringing in a character like Soldier Boy, especially in season three, is killing Soldier Boy off by the end of season three or somewhere along the way is fine, you know? Yeah. It's almost like, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, sometimes when you just introduce a bunch of characters that don't matter, it doesn't matter if you kill them all. <laughs> and that's probably going to be Soldier Boy along the way. You know? uh, maybe, but I feel like Jensen Ackles is a fantastic actor. He's been around forever. I'm not talking about him. Yes, no, I but I'm saying talk about the role. You don't bring Soldier Boy in to not have him have conflict with Homelander. Of like, course, it, it ha- I can't. I can't. I'd be wait. surprised though if by the end of this season he's still around. That's all I'm saying. I feel like he has to go. But I, I hope they keep hold on to him for more than a season. Just, just keep, uh, at, just keep putting the freaking pressure on. Just keep putting the pressure on. And as Homelander is getting out of wits, the original's back, man. The original, and they kept bringing a point. Numbers hasn't been this high since Soldier Boy. Yeah. Well, but, but the numbers are higher than Soldier Boy. But it's only be, but, but he is a co-captain. Yes. They're a team. So I'm interested. I, we can talk about this forever, man. I love this content. I want more of it. I'm mad that we're going back to week to week basis, but I'm here for this, man. And maybe we'll come back and talk about it in the finale. Hopefully we do. We'll see. But um, I think we got a thumbs up from everybody here. Um, I think it's time for some recommendations. Recommendations. So there is a lot of superhero content, but just because you love the boys doesn't mean you're watching other superhero content. So I'm going to give you a list of superhero content you might want to check out. First up is if you're an anime lover and you love superheroes, Rich has been talking about this since episode one of the podcast. You need to be watching My Hero Academia. It combines the best of both worlds. It is a passing the torch, coming of age, superhero origin story. I mean, what more can you want, Rich? You got everything you need in there, boy. Real talk. (laughs) And it's violent. And it gets bloody as well. Not the boys bloody, but still bloody yeah. enough. Yeah. Bloody enough. If you love the boys and you finish this season and you're like, man, I need to fix. Go to HBO Max and put on freaking Peacemaker. It is literally tone for tone adjacent as heck to the yeah. boys. Tonally. Now, if you're looking for a, I need a superhero show that has blood and guts, but I want to be super, super. That's where you go to Amazon Prime and you put on Invincible. Mm-hmm. That's going to give you that boy's fix right there. Real talk. But if you just want to sit around with the family, watch something superhero-y that's not too gruesome or dark, head over to the CW, throw on The Flash. That is for the family, the kiddos. Yeah. Boom. Flash is for the kids. Flash is for the kids. And we love the kids. Those are the recommend- Or and But if you're a cinephile... And you're like, this superhero stuff, I like the boys, but it's too dumb. I need something real. You go to Netflix, you throw on Daredevil, if, you, if you're one of those people. Okay. I think it covers- or or um, actually, you'd go to Disney Plus at this point. Oh, my God, Jack. You're yeah. absolutely right. Don't let the mouse fool you. Go to Disney Plus, click on Daredevil. It's going to make you like, like click like an age, parental, whatever. Yeah, it's going to make you put in a passcode. Yes, but- it is worth it if you're like, I need my superhero content as realistic and gritty as possible. You got to put it in a passcode every time? Yeah, it's freaking annoying. I every I time? See, yeah, I need to go see if I could change that. Hmm. Take that off. But yeah, every time I log, well, I go on my Xbox and it asks me for a passcode all the time. Dang. Well, you might have to put in your passcode or adjust your settings. 
Uh, and that's our show, man. You can catch us on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We got content on YouTube. Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. Make sure you download, like, and subscribe. Leave a review. It helps with the algorithm. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell everybody, man. We're here having fun. Just a bunch of dudes outside the comic book store talking trash. Trash talkers. Trash talkers. We'll be back. Same bad time, same bad channel. Peace.